Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the cats, right here in Lexington. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking the cats. If it is a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and right here tonight is my basement, Curtis, the man cave. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you clarified that there is like TVs and we're not like... We're in the basement. <laughs> Curtis is in my spare room. Obviously, we got to start out this podcast with the most important news of the night. Walton Verona High School advanced to their third straight All-A state championship. Shout out to my Bearcats. All right, now on to what you guys care about. Actually, Kentucky just had a 20-point win against Georgia. Keldon Johnson had no points. A lot of guys played really well. We'll get to all those performances, but I think... The place to start is where everybody wants to start. Ashton Haggins, phenomenal. I mean, I don't have the list. I mean, I actually meant to put that together this week. Um, but traditionally, Calipari's guys in their first homecoming, quote-unquote homecoming mm-hmm. game, playing back in their hometown or their home state, close to where they grew up, have been you know, average to very poor. Um, because there's a lot of pressure, and usually it's a you know a, a, a highly touted freshman teenager basically coming back in this pressure packed environment where everybody's going to boo you, um, and you're going to try to do too much. And mm-hmm. er- early on, it looked like Ashton Hagens um, was going to succumb to that. Every time he touched the ball uh, at Georgia tonight, he was booed. Um, and you know, I have a story up on the athletic. We talked about it yesterday. He was committed to Georgia would have gone to Georgia if they had just not fired their coach, Mark Fox. He was going there um, and then called Kentucky after they fired him, and uh, the rest is history. I mean, where would Kentucky be without this guy right now? I mean, there's there's a lot of what might have been for Georgia tonight, but what would Kentucky be without Ashton Hagens? Uh, he's, but he starts one for seven in this game and looks pretty rattled. Uh at that point, would not have predicted this final stat line for Ashton Higgins. 23 points, a new career high, five rebounds, four assists, three steals, now the sixth consecutive game with at least three steals, a school record, 25 steals in the last six games, uh, one turnover, and it was late. Uh, started one for seven and then made uh, eight of his last 11 shots, That's including a three-pointer. Um, he attacked... Uh, hit jump shots, um, you know, finished and ones. I mean, it was incre- he dominated. He completely dominated the game. He, I mean, to me, this was, you know, eight steals against North Carolina. You know, it's all been a big defensive story here until recently. Now he's kind of on a scoring binge. But tonight, to me, was the more complete a star is born moment. I mean, this is not an SEC network. This is a, an ESPN primetime game. Where he is the headlining story. He's the story from the start, and then he lives up to it, and he and he goes off. Well, yeah, and we should even we haven't. You mentioned him being booed every time he touched the ball. Actually, the night started out when he's warming up, and they they were there were chants of traitor. Yes, from the Georgia Which, crowd. Which it's kind of. I mean, that's we say booed by the crowd. It was mostly the students. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing you would expect. I think the 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 fan base at large. I mean, the comments in on my article today. It was Marvin Hagens' dad talking about the whole kind of the story behind it, and I hope people will go read it, um, especially now. Um, some really interesting stuff about how Joel Justice, when they called Kentucky, he refused to talk to him until he knew like 
you know, is this done with you guys? And, and yeah. what's the situation with Mark Fox? Because Cal, the, the, the idea that like Cal Perry and Mark Fox are really good friends, it's real. And Cal would not have, he wouldn't have taken Ashton Hagen's. I genuinely believe that. He would not, even if, even if Fox had stayed and Hagen said, I want to go to Kentucky, I don't think Cal would have taken him from his friend. Uh, but anyway, at the, the, the comments on that story, there were a bunch of Georgia fans and they were all like, I don't think he's going to get booed tonight because nobody really holds it against him. He didn't screw Georgia over. He didn't pull a fast one. They yeah. changed coaches. And you know, and his dad said that and Cal Perry said that. Like he would have he and he made it clear, like his dad said, we wanted to be at Georgia. We would have been there if they didn't fire the coach. Um so I think the most of the boos were just like that's what the what the, yeah, the teenagers and twenty one year old kids think they're supposed to do to the guy from Georgia who's coming back home. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nonetheless, they, that, though, that well, is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I he, mean, he, as much as anything, this game impresses me because he answered that pressure. He, you know, even after a rough start, too, he didn't collapse under it. And it was, you know, early on, it was a tight game. It was a tense game. It ends up being—I don't know if we even said the final score yet. Sixty-nine to forty-nine, twenty-point blowout. Mm-hmm. Pretty. I mean, the second half was basically uh, Georgia did not score for like the first six minutes of the second half. And that was Hagen's had like a one man seven zero run to start the second half. Yes, and from that point on, the rest of the game was basically in, in coast mode for Kentucky. And to do that without Keldon Johnson, their leading scorer, scoring a single point over six from the field, tells you how good Ashton Hagen's was. I mean, it was really the Ashton Hagen show. And there were some, there were a couple of spot performers who really did some nice things for Kentucky tonight to make up for Hag- for Johnson not scoring at all, um, but. It was the Ashton Hagen show from start to finish. Well, and, you not know. start. I mean, we mentioned his. Well, but I mean, like, but it was still uh, his show. Okay. You know, they talk, I mean, yeah. they they focused on him all night. I mean, if you watch this game, you can't, you couldn't possibly have gone home without or turned your TV off without knowing Ashton Hagen's name now, and knowing that he turns out unless you turned it off after, before you know after the first four minutes of the game. You you walk away thinking he's a star. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he he got to do the post game interview on ESPN, which is another big moment. And uh, to your point about there not being a ton of hostility, I think either way, he, he said something to the effect of, I still love Dog Nation, which is what the Georgia calls their own fan base. Uh, but I'm a Wildcat now. So I feel like it. it's like a <laughs> it was a pretty pretty nice parting of ways. Uh, very rarely is there a mutual breakup, but this this seems to be one where everybody is, is okay uh, with what ended up happening. Georgia, Georgia fans, I think, are have gotten to the point where they we were ready from to move on from Mark Fox, even if it did cost them Ashton Haggins. Yep. And Haggins obviously is doing unbelievably well. And the other thing uh, I mentioned on Haggins, which was just striking to me, and I mean, I, I'd realized it because you, you obviously you get the season stats and the box score after, after every game, but you know, going into this game, he was just averaging, he was still at six and a half points per game. Yeah, it's crazy. And he's averaging 15 points. He was Going into this game in SEC play, it was at 15 points per game. That obviously will go up more uh, since he had another career high night in Athens. Uh, but it's amazing the like the whew, progression. Like, yeah, I like mean it's a skyrocket. His, his potential is a, is a straight up arc, and you know everything early on. Well, early on he did almost nothing well, but everything once he started getting attention was about defense. In his first six games, he scored a total of 13 points, and here's the last five: 11. 12, 18, 15, and now 23. And so in conference play, I mean, he's, he's going to end up being one of the top scorers in the league in, in league games 
through four SEC games. I mean, his SEC games are 12, 18, 15, and 23. So he's going to be, I don't know, quick math on that, but it's going to be a nice average. Yeah. Like 17 something points a game. Um, and if he's going to do that, if he's going to, if he's going to score 15 a game for you and have three to five steals every night and drive and get guys open looks like he has, I mean, the other piece of that is the last, uh, the last four games, six, six assists, five assists, four assists, five assists. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing everything you want him to do. He doesn't rebound a ton. They don't, I don't think they care. I mean, I don't, they don't really need him to. Yeah. Tonight he had five, though. Yeah, that was, that was a really nice, nice little addition to all his other stats. And speaking of rebounding, coming up next, we're going to talk about a guy who did a lot of rebounding tonight, and normally you wouldn't expect him to be one of the leading rebounders on the team. Uh, but first, we'll take a second to tell you guys about First Watch. Kyle, I know First Watch is one of your go-to breakfast spots. Yeah, it's awesome. Great spot here in Lexington. We go uh, to multiple locations, most often Richmond Road because we're right here. Uh, we live out on this side of town. The, the service is always great. Um, the waitresses are always kind to uh, people with two wild toddlers. The million-dollar bacon is worth absolutely worth a million dollars <laughs> and only costs, I don't really even know what it costs, three or four bucks. Uh, candied bacon, I don't know what else you need to hear. Uh, but they have great pancakes, waffles, omelets, all the all the breakfast food all you want. Uh, they're only breakfast and lunch, so don't show up at dinner. But uh, I wish they were open for dinner. We need to talk to them about that. <laughs> but uh, um, maybe as sponsors, they'll open up for a special dinner for <laughs> there us. There we but go. But it's it is really good food, yeah. and I uh, I almost well, not almost I I don't think I've ever been that I didn't walk away really happy with what I ate. It was recently voted Lexington's best breakfast, as Kyle mentioned. It's just a breakfast and lunch spot. They're open from 7 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. every day, and they get busy. But have no fear, First Watch has now has a mobile app, which allows you to check on wait times or even get in line before you get there. It is so easy. They've got three restaurants in Lexington, which are all locally owned, and a few over in Louisville and up in Cincinnati, too. So if you're listening in those areas, go check out those spots. First Watch, yeah, it's fresh. You are locked on Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Um, so the guy whose stat line was just sneaky good, uh, Tyler Hero, he was doing a lot of things and wasn't hitting a ton. Did he hit a three? I don't even know. He did, did not hit a three. Only did not took hit two. Th- oh, and he's he's only taken two the last two games and hadn't made any. Um, but he did everything else pretty well tonight. He did, and he had a sequence where you know a couple of consecutive buckets when they were really pulling away in the second half. Uh, he ended up with 12 points, seven rebounds, four assists, two steals, and just one turnover. Um, the rebounding, the last three games, five rebounds, six rebounds, and seven rebounds. Uh, and it looks like here one – I mean, this probably doesn't get enough credit for this. One – Two, three, four, five, six, seven times this season, he's had at least five rebounds in a game. And if you go to four rebounds nine times um, for a shooting guard, that's those are good numbers. His season average, I guess, is now right at four, 13 points, 13.1 points, and 4.1 rebounds a game. Um, he's had some, some really nice rebounds. He's had an eight rebound game and a nine rebound game and got seven tonight. Um, I think he is playing much more within himself. He continues to be kind of an opportunistic uh, defender. You know, he'll step mm-hmm. in and get that. He doesn't play great defensively all the time. Sometimes he plays bad, uh, but he'll step in and get that the Ashton Hagen style pick six. In fact, he was a guy doing that first. Remember, like early in yeah. the season, 
Tyler Hero was the only well, guy who was Cal said the only guy on the team anticipating and jumping yeah. into passing lanes. Well, that one there was one specific play tonight that was really kind of showcased both of their ability to get into lanes and then kind of high basketball IQ. Where I believe Hagen's kind of got a tip on a pass, and then he just leaked because he saw that Hero was going to be the first one to get the ball, and then he went and he got yep. the layup. Uh, it was a really nice play uh, and, and really impressive from two freshmen to kind of to have that kind of chemistry between each other and just basketball knowledge that that's the easiest way to get a bucket and they didn't get in each other's way a lot of times in those situations you'll see two guys kind of fight over some steals and that didn't happen there yeah no I, I he was big and you know the two of them I think and then I think we'll probably talk about this PJ Washington had a nice night 10.6 rebounds um, but but Hero and Hagens I think really made up the difference of Johnson not being there and then the one other guy I think we'll probably talk about in the next segment um, Nick Richards yeah, we'll talk was, about again, excellent and I think makes a really strong case to maybe start games going forward. They did win the, the tip tonight <laughs> without <laughs> without him, with P.J. Washington I almost, jumping. I almost feel like P.J. Washington, like he's he's a sneaky guy. He's like, that, I'm, I'm going to – I yeah. saw that. You think I can't win the tip? I'm going to win. He won it over 6'10 guy who played great. Yeah. You want to do? Go ahead and do that. You wanted to give a shout-out. Yeah, out I to do want to give a shout-out to him. The guy that P.J. beat for that jump ball – Really impressed me, and I think if you're pro scouts watching, I can't see how you didn't come away a little bit impressed. Uh, Claxton for Georgia. Nicholas. Uh, he – I forget what year he is. He's just a sophomore. Sophomore, okay. 12 points, uh, nine rebounds, two blocks, two steals. Um, I thought he was excellent. Um, he's a 6'10 guy who's got some skills. He The two blocks, I think he came into the night with 51, so now he's got 53. I mean, he's on pace to block 100 shots. Um and he's got some guard skills, you know. I, you know, they were calling. I think. I think uh, our man Jimmy Dykes called him a six ten point guard. I don't buy that. Mm, yeah, that might be. A he's a really. Stretch. He's a really good player, and if they hold on to him for another year, I mean, he could be. I think a terrific player. And he also exposed again tonight that Reed Travis struggles against athletic yeah, we'll, because we'll, he he really impacted Reed Travis's. Reed had a couple uh, rugged baskets early that were big to kind of stabilize Kentucky in a close early game. That is a good descriptive word, writer guy. But he finishes with six points. And he, I mean, he, towards the end, he couldn't really get anything going Did he going score down all low. six of those in like the I first? I think he did. Uh, it seems like that was like the first see. 10 minutes. It was very, very yeah, early. Yeah, no points. He was over three in the second half. No yeah, points. So he yeah. scored all six points early, I think, and yeah, maybe in the first five, six minutes. So he got him. Well, and that, that, um, was the one the, the po- most positive thing for Travis is the fact that he got it going early when Kentucky kind of was yes. out to another semi slow start. They it was it was a different kind of slow start in the fact that they weren't giving up threes; they were giving up dunks. Yeah, they didn't get blitz, but the, the first four baskets of the game for Georgia were dunks, and then it was like, oh, we might want to put Nick Richards in here and uh, protect the rim. And so we'll talk a little bit after the break about uh, how Nick Richards did that. Okay, and. Uh, Kyle keeps wanting to go to break, but I do. We'll wrap with the last guard we haven't talked about yet that played for Kentucky. Jamal Baker had some nice, yep. some impressive-looking shots, some shots that I think we all thought he would be doing more consistently. And he's kind of – I felt like he's been almost a little bit unlucky with his shot. He's had mm-hmm. a couple rim out the last couple games. But, but what did he end with from from deep? Was it two for yeah, two four? for three. He two hit his three. first two and then missed uh, missed one. But he hit a deep three over a, right over a guy. Um, and then he hit the corner three that is like his spot where we, he's behind the backboard almost. Yeah, we mentioned that uh, watching it live. Um, 
the the four point play the other night and and from the other corner from the right corner and then tonight from the left corner it's like in, when he's in the corner he wants to basically be behind the backboard that mm-hmm. that four point play to me looked like it went over top of the corner of the backboard um but he splashed that one in um his percentage is not great he went over 3 the other night i think he had a 1 for 4 night uh you know so i think he's 6 for 16 now but he's hit six threes in like 60 minutes of college basketball so as your knife man and end of the bench luxury option, mm-hmm. that's a really, I think, a really encouraging thing for just to know that that exists. To know that you got a guy who has no conscience and who can go go nuclear and hit you know two or three in a row, I think is. I mean, I can't think of a Kentucky team that had that kind of luxury mm. on the team. The knife man who's a, well, a three point marksman. Well, I mean, not under Cal. Well, I'm thinking of the 38 and one team, and who would have been considered their ninth man? I mean, they, okay, well, <laughs> fine. I, I mean, you know, I, I mean, Devin Booker was it? He's you know, he's your sixth man. Was he though? Sixth or seventh, right? I don't know. Are you, I guess, Ulysses and Booker were the sixth and seventh. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But yes, I that is a not the ninth man. That is impressive to have that off the bench. If I, uh, real quick, just wrapping up the last guard we haven't mentioned yet, Emmanuel quickly. Wasn't spectacular. Only had two points, but uh, I think that was a situation where basically you're not taking Ashton Haggins yeah, off the Yeah, you ride the hot hand, and, I, and, and because I think um, some, you know, uh, Tyler Hero played really well, so he, he stayed out there a lot, 31 minutes, because Baker got 13 minutes tonight, which is as many as, as quickly did, and hit a couple threes. I think that's – I'm sorry. Uh, Baker was two for three overall. He didn't miss a three. He was two for two from three. Okay. So I'm glad um, you made that correction. Um, but yeah, I, I think Hagen uh, quickly still trending in the right direction. Um, he made a couple of really nice assists. Um, mm-hmm. You know, two two assists and no turnovers. That, that I mean, that stands out to me. They had um, yeah, how many turnovers? Ten, only that's... ten turnovers, um, and I think most of those were pretty early. So yeah, and and I think probably three or four of those were offensive fouls. So and there you go. Um, and 9 of 11 from the free throw line tonight. Not a lot of free throws, but this team continues to be a terrific free throw shooting yep. team. All right, uh, coming up next, we will discuss Nick Richards. But first, I do want to tell you guys about Roman. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health, whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. The same is true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and to get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, there are no waiting rooms, no awkward face-to-face conversations, and no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash LockedOn, fill out a brief medical onboarding, chat with a doctor, and get FDA-approved ED meds delivered to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go online and get checked out by the doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys don't tackle, but with Roman, it's really easy to take care of it. For a free visit, go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOn. That's G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com slash Locked, L-O-C-K-E-D, for a free online visit. GetRoman.com slash lock. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, 
your team every day. Okay, Nick Richards um, was really good tonight. He was, I mean, he was actually good all day. He hit the half-court shot. Yes, in the, the pregame half-court shot. Did not start the game, but did come in and make another immediate impact. He had four points, seven rebounds, and three blocks in 15 minutes. Um, and here, here is just how good Richards has been as a sort of small role, big boost guy off the bench for them. Because he's not played a ton of minutes, but in the last six games, he has averaged... 8.4 points, 12.5 rebounds, and 5.4 blocks per 40 minutes. I mean, 12.5 rebounds and 5.5 and blocks per 40 is, is a really nice number yes. for the third or fourth big on your team. Third Again, right now. You know, yeah, third over EJ. EJ played a lot of minutes tonight. Uh, 14. He got 14 minutes. He got. I mean, a little quick shout-out to EJ Montgomery, who had six points and six rebounds with a block shot as well. It's clear they're trying to get those guys, and, and they needed those guys tonight. Again, you know, mm-hmm. when they were struggling with some length inside, Claxton in particular. But Ogbidi, I think is his name, also gave him a little early trouble. But Nick Richards, to me, you know, we talked to Nick yesterday, the, the day before the game, <laughs> we're, we're recording this, but he said that Cal Perry told him, you know, if I become a consistent shot blocker, we can win a national championship, yes. which may raise some eyebrows. But I like what's something they definitely clearly miss shot blocker. Shot, I mean, you know, and who's the guy who can the only guy on the roster who could be a, you know, semi somewhat approaching dominant shot blocker, Nick Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, you know, nine blocks over the last six games in a total of 67 minutes says, yeah, he, he's your guy. He's your rim protector. And I think it's kind of perfect that you have him in this role of, if somebody gets going inside, let's bring him in. Now, I think if you play a team like this that you know from the jump has some athletic bigs, I think you start really him. should start him. Uh, I mean, again, I think I mentioned this, but you started him every game last season when he stunk. like so, And played him three minutes and pulled him. Why not? Now that he's playing well... Maybe they now you don't maybe they don't want to mess with the formula. I don't know the, the reverse curse or whatever. Um, but I think I think I think in the future going forward, if he keeps playing this way, and I think maybe what we're seeing and confidence has been such an issue for Nick yeah. is him just slowly, surely, steadily plugging away at building his confidence back up to the point that you know there's no pressure because he's not. And maybe that's the argument. There's no pressure because he's not a starter. Whatever yeah. he gives them when he comes in, he gives them. Uh, he's coming in in a moment where he knows, right? Like, you know, when the game starts, it's zero zero. There's no like we're in trouble. Now, mm-hmm. most of the time, when he's coming in, he's coming in because they've dug themselves a hole, and like he knows there's urgency. I got to go do something. Uh, so maybe there's that. But I am really impressed with Nick. I think this is some of the best, you know, prolonged. Probably the best prolonged stretch of basketball he's played, even though he's just playing in these short bursts. You know, he looks pretty confident offensively. He had a really nice play tonight where he backed his man into the lane and then hit a, a very pretty turnaround jump hook. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Nick. I still like Nick in the long term. Uh, Joe Misato would disagree with me. <laughs> My former colleague. Oh, we used Joe. to debate last year whether Nick Richards would ever play in the NBA, and I think I do. I think he will. But, um, yeah, I don't know if how much or how good, but – I think there's a future for Nick Richards as a pro if he keeps just on a st- – and people will roll their eyes at this because it's like one of those things when ESPN repeats a tidbit so many times you get annoyed and you don't want to hear it like a, what's his name at 
Tennessee about you, you could barely even tie his shoes or didn't even know how to stretch yet. Uh, the guy they added mid year that Kentucky almost Stokes, added. yeah, uh, Jarnell Stokes. Jarnell Stokes. He wore a people size. got so his shoes are this big, and he you know he just got here. He doesn't even know how to stretch yet, and people would roll their eyes. Well, the thing about Nick Richards is he's only been playing basketball for five years, but like that's a pretty big deal. A guy, a seven foot guy, who's like learning his big awkward body and and a sport for the first time. The dude was a soccer player in the Bahamas, mm. so I think you know. As as a guy who's not like deeply entrenched in the game of basketball, and has as at times shown that he doesn't have like yes. a, just like an intrinsic natural feel for the game, that he sometimes struggles with that. The longer he stays at Kentucky and sticks with it, you know, I think there is still a really bright future for Nick. And if it's if he's going to give him fifteen to twenty minutes a game of really intense <laughs> rebounding and block shot blocking. I do think it transforms them. Yes. It helped them tonight when they were struggling in that area, and it helped them on a night where they got zero points from their leading score to win by 20 on the road in the SEC. Now, yeah. Georgia stinks. We, we probably should have said that sooner. Well, but, 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 but it doesn't matter. This, is, this we, was a good, solid we were, win. We were talking on the last podcast last week, last podcast of last week. I mean, Georgia housed Vanderbilt, and Kentucky struggled with Vanderbilt. Yeah. So no, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, it, 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 you can, you can. I mean, it was a good win, and then well, and good, team, good teams smash bad teams, yeah. and, and twenty on the road is smashing. Yes, somebody. Yes, you know, uh, and and if you look, yeah, and I haven't, but if you look over, I think probably the last thirty minutes. I mean, they completely dominated. Yeah. The game. Yeah. So, yeah, because Georgia, uh, I think, was like five for five, or not five for five, but they hit five early layups or dunks, and then they finished late. I mean, the 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 shooting. If you like take out the first five minutes for Georgia, it was probably just completely dreadful, uh, which in, is a positive for Kentucky. They really shut down Vanderbilt in the second half of the game on Saturday, and they set, shut Georgia down in the second half of this game pretty much. Obviously, as we mentioned, neither of those teams are great. Neither of them are going to be tournament teams. Uh, but to show the ability to do that when you had struggled with your non-conference and inferior opponents in that instance, it is a step forward. Yeah, and to your point about sort of the, the way the game finished, uh, Georgia opened 5 of 7 and at one point was 11 of 22 from the field when the game was tied at 27. And over the final 20, uh, yes, 25 minutes, the last five minutes of the first half and the rest of the second half, over the final 25 minutes, Georgia was 6 of 34 from the field. That's pretty. That is really bad. Yes, that is that is a combination of terrible shots from Georgia and solid defense from Kentucky. We will wrap this edition of the show. We mentioned how Nick Richards hit the half court shot uh, in the pregame warmups for Kentucky's shoot around. Uh, Leah Edmond, who is a star of volleyball player, quote tweeted that shot and said, "My spandex are longer than his shorts." It's also his girlfriend. She is making fun of him, and then but then it got even better because he replied, "I got more bounce than you." With a little emoji. And she replied once more. <laughs> this is where it was really good. She said, I block more balls than you. Which is very, very true. She is an All-American on the volleyball I mean, team. The, maybe, the, maybe the best volleyball player in school history, I think. Uh, potentially, yeah, because she's got a whole other year. Yeah, so, uh, the, yeah, that's that was a, a fun exchange on Twitter. And that's, that's good Twitter right there. Not negative Twitter. Um, thanks again to First Watch for sponsoring this edition of the show. If you guys are hungry for some breakfast, because they were talking about it on the broadcast, the, the game got so out of hand. 
Go to First Watch. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnUK. Um, if you follow me on Twitter at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H, I actually sent out a DM that someone sent to me at the Locked On account, and it said, Sir, <laughs> I am a podcast promoter. I'm pretty sure that's a bot. But if you're not a bot and you sent me that DM, send me another DM, and then I'll actually talk to you. You can follow <laughs> Kyle on Twitter. At, un- uh, at underscore. <laughs> Burner. At Kyle Tucker underscore. A-T-H. I had, <laughs> I've had so many handles. CJ, SEC. It's, it's uh, uh, at Kyle Tucker underscore ATH. We haven't been drinking at, down here in the basement uh, while watching this game, but uh, I think I'm, it might be time to start. <laughs> uh, find us on Facebook. Just search Locked on Kentucky. And then be sure to subscribe to this podcast, sh- rate it, and then most importantly, share it with somebody else who would enjoy. Thanks so much for listening to Locked on Kentucky. We'll talk to you soon. are Locked On Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Check, check, check. Check, baby, check, baby. Hello, hello. <clears throat> Claxton, I do want to give Claxton a shout out. We can do that. 12 points, 9 rebounds, 2 blocks, and 2 steals. You ready? Yeah. Yeah.